swagger, okay? Regardless of what happens out there, doesn't matter. Keep your swagger. Hey, 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 we are Five Hole Fantasy Hockey. It's me, Zach, and I got Raj here with me tonight. Hey there. Look for us on Twitter, at FHF Hockey. You can join us, like, on the Discord, which I always love to plug, just because the Discord really is a fantastic community. Just give it a try, and I guarantee you're going to like it. You can also become a Patreon. You get some extra stuff, one show a week. Patrons get it first. If you want to, you can just at me and I'll give you TJ's personal information. I have his, you know, where he lives. I have his personal cell phone number. Everything has a price. You know what I mean, Raj? Exactly. Trade me Austin Matthews and I will give you TJ's phone number. (laughs) You know what I mean? That sounds fair to me. So, Raj, tonight. Well, number one, tonight. Zach Hyman is going off the deep end here. Um, But we're going to be getting into the weekend preview. There are definitely some teams that we like more than others. I mean, you you tell me you got three games in four days automatically. I'm going to like your schedule. It doesn't matter who the fuck you're playing. Pretty much, yeah. I just like the fact that you're out there. You know what I mean? I love filling my roster. First off, injury report. Jesus, what happened to your face? First off, I want to start with Tyler Bertuzzi. He got put on the COVID list, which I think is, you know, it's somewhat poetic. You know what I mean? He already couldn't play any of the games in in, in Canada. He had to sit out for every single one of those games because he refused to get vaccinated. So he could only play games in the U.S., which, don't get me wrong, is the bulk of, like, the schedule. But still. But fucking still. And now he has COVID. So you look like an idiot. Yep. I... You just, you just do. I'm, I'm sorry. Now, I don't really care if people get vaccinated or not, but, like, this is obviously, like, a huge freaking part of your job. And no offense for you, you have a more important job probably than I do. You know what I mean? Restaurant GM or, you know, first-line left winger for, for Detroit. Uh, yeah. All I'm saying is you got to be looking out for that kind of stuff. Now, I'm not saying that you can't get COVID even when you have gotten the vaccine, but the rules are different for coming back is the whole thing. So, sorry, Tyler Patuzzi, but you, you kind of messed up here. Yeah, man. Moving on. Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper, uh, some weird stuff happened in the Colorado Avalanche Toronto Maple Leafs game tonight, or at least before it. Maple Leafs whooped up on them. Mainly, they whooped up on Jonas Johansson, who we're going to still be talking about later. But Kemper, he tweaked something in warm-ups. He had an upper body injury. Um, so Jonas Johansson had to start. They brought on a kid who's with the University of Toronto. His name is Jet Alexander, just so he could sit on the bench for the first period until Justice Anunan could get there. He got there in, for the second period. Uh, he was able to get to the rink and take over that that bench duty. But it looks like, uh, you know, Jonas Johansson, he's the guy to pick up here. He definitely seems the guy to pick up. He is very available. Yeah. And he's going to be getting the bulk of the starts right now, um, at least until, you know, we'll see what's going on with Francouz. you gotta You got to think that he's going to come back a lot sooner than later just because, well, the time calls for it, right? Francois is going to play a couple of games in the minors, I believe, for a warm-up. Um, which so there might be some news there if if this injury is more than than today for Kemper, um, we might see Francois have to bypass the AHL games and and get right into the lineup. I mean, if tonight was any indication, I mean, it's not like they're going to be playing Toronto every night who can score pretty handily on a weak goaltender. But man, he he had a rough, rough we night. We brought up Jonas Johansson before. He's only 6% owned. Like he is super available and he is going to get the bulk of their starts. Now, he got shelled tonight and it kind of sucked for him because, you know, once things start going off the rails, 
he got hung out to dry. He had to stay in there. So all of those eight goals got, you know, scored against him, which I feel bad for the guy. But before this, Raj, he was doing pretty damn well. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was 2-1-1, one, and one, I believe. And before tonight, he had, you know, a 9-11, which isn't bad. But but he had some good games under his belt. So I think he's definitely a guy to pick up here. Um, we're still going to be waiting for Francis to come back for at least a few games. Jonas Johansson, that's who I'm picking up. Um, McKinnon actually came back. So sticking with Colorado, at least they got that boost. Uh, McKinnon came back tonight, got two assists. A two assists, first game back. I'm not surprised. It's it's worth worth mentioning for um for Colorado as well. Uh, their next two games are Montreal and Ottawa, so pretty much the bottom of the league. I mean, you're not, you're not going to scoop up McKinnon, I don't think. But if you were willing to take a swing on whoever's in net for Colorado over the next couple of games, it's pretty safe wins, I think, because they're going to be coming out hard after that embarrassment tonight. So, yeah, I'd be all over. Even if it is Justice Anunan or some other random university goalie, I would still pick them up. Well, at the very least, I mean, I'm I'm really looking at Johansson just because he, he's proven a little more. Be curious. I mean, the next game is tomorrow, so we'll see. Are they going to throw him right back at it tomorrow, or are they going to... They'll probably go with... Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll be curious to see. But I think regardless of who it is, I think they have a pretty solid chance of winning their next two games. So the rate stats might not be amazing, but you're probably going to get a couple of wins this week for Colorado. I just want to throw out a little stat to you. Just because we were, we were talking about Nazem Kadri uh, before we started recording everything like that, just somebody we were talking about. Did you know that Nazem Kadri, even though, okay, number one, he's 80, 82% owned in Yahoo. He is worth a go check because, oh, yeah. you know, he's getting you a little bit of everything, tons of shots, um, goal, goals and assists out the ass. Just go check. If he's, you know, available in your in your league, I don't see how he can't be viable. But this was the little fact that I was going to throw at you. In 18 games so far this year, how many multi-point games do you think Nazem Kadri has had? In 18 games. I know it's crazy. I would get like 10, Actually, ten, wait, ten would be amazing. In 19 games, because the game today isn't on here. 10 would be amazing. 10 would be amazing. What's he but at? I also think that 8 games in 19 games, yeah. being multi-point games... Is equally as fucking amazing. Yeah. Nazim Kadri is just having a freaking year. He shouldn't be available in damn near any league. He is playing so well. 20 points in the last 10 games. <laughs> that's that's pretty all right in my books. You know what? And the two points he had today were goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like they were even assists. Hey, 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 I got two assists. No, I got two goals. Well, and it's also not some country today. The thing we were scared of is, oh, McKinnon's going to come back and steal the show and kind of shove Kadri back down, but absolutely not. Absolutely. And it not. wasn't. It was McKinnon passing the puck to Kadri yeah. while he's sitting right in the slot and him just turning and shooting it. Like, it was a good day. It was, it, was, it was a good day. He's making some amends this year. We'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right. So my boy, Brennan Lemieux, um, he looks like a you know, serious piece of shit, even though I do still kind of like him just yeah. because he is tenacious. But he is also tenacious to the point where he's biting motherfuckers. He bit Brady Kachuk, as we said the other day. He got a five-game a five game suspension for that, and well-deserved. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be an apologist for Brendan Lemieux. Like, he did something that garnered at least a five-game suspension. He bit somebody. Little puss ass. Can't be biting people. You know, you, you can't be biting people, unless you're Mike Tyson. Especially... Like during this COVID shit and the whole hygiene thing and yeah. everything, as if you need more reason to make biting. Nuts. And especially Brady <laughs> Kachuk, because he will, he'll just Brendan Lemieux. He's gonna, he's gonna beat you up. Yeah, yeah. Like he's gonna beat you up. Well, and he's not gonna let it slide either. He's not a quiet no. guy. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you could tell on his face from across the arena what was going on there. Yeah, he is pissed. John Klingberg. 
He is out with a non-COVID illness uh, and is expected back for their game on Thursday against Columbus. So look for him to be back in the lineup tomorrow night. James Schwartz, Jordan Eberle, Chris Drieger, all out with lower body injuries. Drieger is actually on the IR, however, while Swartz should return soon. We'll see about Everly. I still think in the meantime, obviously, McCann and Yanni Gord are your guys to stream for Seattle. But the whole thing is um, they can score six goals out of fucking nowhere or they can get shut out or score one goal. And then you're, you know, hoping that your guy is on that one, you know, one goal. It's hard to roll with. For the same reason, I'm staying away from any goalie from Seattle. I don't know about you, Raj, but I can only imagine just because I know you that that's what you would think as well. Yeah, not down. Not down with those goalies at all. I think me and probably a lot of people thought that Seattle's strength was going to be goaltending and defense. And that has, they've been able to get points. They've been able to score like that top line, especially has gotten points and their D and their goalies have sucked. It's that, as we were saying before we went on it, on to record here uh everything's backwards toronto is playing defense seattle's not playing defense yeah it's weird man weird but i'm I'm staying away from seattle uh goaltenders just it's so sketchy yeah i don't blame you and i even like chris Traeger. you know what i mean that's the whole thing i love that guy i was i had high hopes for him but he's not not right now not right now i wish he would have been able to stay in florida because he was very good but also florida is obviously much better up next, Ryan Getzlaff. He left Tuesday's game with a lower body injury and didn't return. Sam Steele um, got bumped up mid-game uh, and is, you know, looking to be the top-line center, which I'm glad at, at for this, that they kept that second line intact. intact. Steele did get two extra minutes of time on ice in that game on Tuesday, but did absolutely nothing with it. Nothing. And I mean nothing. I stick with that second line. I like that second line or that second line a ton. I really do. We're going to be talking about Anaheim coming up for uh, for next week. Uh, we're going to be talking about them on on the weekend because Anaheim has five games next week. Just a little heads up. They're the only team in the league that has five games next week. And for once, they have people to pick up. So that's exciting. Stammer just had a kid. Hey, Yay. Good for you, Steven Stamkos. Uh, he missed uh, Tuesday's game, had birth of a child. So congrats, man. Um, he's going to be back on Thursday. So don't worry too much when you saw that he was out on Tuesday. He will be back. All right, Raj, do you want to bring us into the weekend bullshit? Tell me tell me what teams you like. I, I guarantee you we're going to – I like all the teams that play a lot of games. Yeah. That that's a good start for sure. This will be out Thursday early morning. So if you have same day ads, you can actually get three games from a bunch of these teams. There's Tampa Bay, San Jose, Islanders. Eh, who cares about the Islanders at this point? Columbus, Chicago, and Calgary all have three games over those four days. So you know, there's no better category to fill than games played. Right? It just in- increases your chances. So from those teams. There's a few that I particularly like. I think my favorite schedule over the sort of the four days or even the three days is Calgary. Gotta be. It's the off nights. Three games, two off nights, and they're LA, Anaheim, so not the tightest teams defensively, and then Vegas, which is obviously a tougher game, but that's a nice schedule. And, you know, you got to start the Calgary talk with, do you trust Blake Coleman to start doing stuff again? Because he's only 32% owned, but he's got no points in eight games. We know, like, when he's on, he can get points. He'll get you shots on goal. He'll get you hits. He's got the the games played, but man, eight games with nothing. I know we all love him so much, but do you feel like he's going to. I feel like over those three games against bad teams, he's got to get some points. So I would be I would be looking at maybe Blake Coleman. What do you think about Blake Coleman? I mean, I know we like him generally speaking, but how afraid are you? I have him on my home league team, and I'm not trapping him. By the way, Sam Steele just got an assist on a Troy Terry on a Troy Terry goal. Just happened. Nice. So good for you, Sam Steele. Just talked about you. Congrats. I have not dropped Blake Coleman for the sole fact of, well, my team's pretty decent, so I can 
waited out, or at least I'm hoping to. Um, I think he's just slumping. I think he's just slumping. And and, and I know what's I. I know what's going to happen, Raj. I'm going to drop him for someone else, and you know I'll get some points out of it. I'm sure, but you know, somebody like TJ will pick up Blake Coleman, and he'll start scoring. He'll he'll start going off, and likely he'll pick him up and play him against me, and he'll start going off because I play TJ next week. Like those are the kind of things I think about. Yeah, Blake Coleman's a guy. One good night, he can like you know win you half a week on his own. So uh, he's a, and he's then a risky all, and then all of a sudden he's going to get picked up immediately, and you ain't going to get him back. So personally, no, I have not dropped Blake Coleman, and that's coming as a Blake Coleman owner. But you know who is about to get dropped? Rasmus friggin' Anderson. Hello, who is you know? I guess maybe this should be like a Tuesday trend sort of anger rant. But Rasmus Anderson pissing me off. Yeah, man. I'm I'm more down with uh, Hannafin at this point. If you wanna if you wanna go for um, some more Calgary, uh, he's got five points in the last six. He's only thirteen percent owned, and he's he's doing the power play now. Um, he's got a couple of power play points over the last week. So if you're looking for a D, I think Hannafin might be a good call for the weekend. Mm-hmm. It could be a great weekend for Calgary. They've been so fucking good all season long. I mean. But this particular schedule with these weak games uh, all crammed together, it's the kind of weekend where you could pick up Blake Coleman and over the weekend he'll have like six points and 20 hits or something. So what about goaltending? They do have a back-to-back over that span. They've got L.A. and Anaheim back-to-back. So I mean, Anaheim's obviously a little bit better, but either of those are not bad matchups for Calgary. Are you taking a Calgary goalie if you're in the, the goalie streaming mood? A Dan Vladar, huh? Am I streaming a Dan Vladar? I don't mind Dan Vladar. He's probably not number one on my list for this weekend uh, because there's some some Sunday games that I really like. But I don't think Dan Vladar is a bad pickup on any given day, to be to be quite honest with you. Number one, he's not bad. You know what I mean? He's he's a serviceable a serviceable backup by all means, and he plays on a good team. Calgary is a good team. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, they they can they can score goals, so they can win you games being that backup. So yeah, I mean, I'm always down for Dan Vladar. dude. He's I, I'm I'm fine with that. If he's the zero G that you decide to pick up, I'm down. Vladar lost uh, one game two to one against Toronto, and I mean it, the way Toronto's playing, two to one loss is not a bad game. No, um, and then he, he's got his last two games are shutouts. So right now, like on the season, Vladar is rocking a nine forty six save percentage with four out of five wins. I mean they're giving him, like they're giving him Ottawa, they gave him Boston, so they're definitely giving him good matchups. But I mean. If you're playing a weak team and you're on Calgary with their defensive style, I think it's a good pickup. Well, most likely, I could only imagine that he's going to be playing against Los Angeles Yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah, and I mean, the nice thing about that, too, is you could swing him in, get a game under your belt, and then drop him, and then be able to have the basically the whole weekend to... That's true. ...to fill him in with somebody else get another goalie if you don't if he's not successful or maybe just get the goalie game out of the way get your uh, your games played you know your minimum goalie starts uh reached and then drop him in and be able to pick somebody up you know what he is actually scheduled to play anaheim so i'm not gonna lie i like that matchup a little less for him just because i think anaheim is a better team than the kings definitely but Still, I think the Calgary is a better team than Anaheim. Um, so I'm still interested in Dan Fladar. Even though Anaheim can score, you're probably not going to get a shutout against Anaheim. They're going to score a couple, but I still like him to get that win. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely expecting a win either way. All right, so moving on, San Jose has, a, has another—they have a good schedule. Sure do. What, what do you think about San Jose? They have a back-to-back on Thursday and Friday— both the New York New York teams, so they're playing the Islanders and then the Rangers the next day, which is awesome for them because they don't have to travel. You know what I mean? They're just staying in the same place. And then they're going down to Columbus on Sunday. Who do you like from San Jose? Obviously, Jonathan Dolan. Love Dolan. He's back in action. And yeah, he's, he's relatively consistent when he's playing. 
So he's he's a good look. You know, they've got a, 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 a if you're really down for some 0% action, you can Noah Gregor is getting some points. Uh Rudolph's Balsers, you're, you're Yeah, bad. Rudy Balls, man. He's I picked, great. I picked him up. I picked him up this weekend. I picked him up already. I told you that the other day. Yeah, man. Said my my Rudy Balls, my Rudy Balls hit. Well, and he's he's over three hits a game. So with him, you're gonna get mm-hmm. possibility of some points. And you know, if you're playing three games, he's gonna get you. You know, anywhere from fifteen to twenty hits, maybe. So if you're in the market for bangs, he's absolutely a safe bet. And that uh, left wing, right wing makes it easy to to squeeze him into your lineup. Our other, you know, usual favorite, Mario Ferraro for bangs. He's only twenty seven percent owned. He's slowed down on the on the. He had that weird like two weeks where he got an odd amount of points for him, but since then he's been he's had two seven block games, two six hit games. Yeah, in the last week, you know. So he's uh, he's a great peripheral pickup. We talk about him. He's awesome. Talk about him a lot because he deserves it. He's had two seven block games in the past four. Two of those in the past four games, seven blocks. It's nuts. These guys are good to know know about at the end of the week like this, right? On your weekends, if you're coming in in a categories league and you're you know you're down by two blocks, and you can find a guy like that who plays on a Sunday. It's well, not even that. You can be coming into the weekend. You'll be like, okay, I'm down by 20 blocks. I'll yeah, pick true. up Mario Ferraro and I'll be fine. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's uh, he's a machine. They've sure cooled off. I mean, outside of Timo Meyer and, I mean, Logan Couture is still doing well, but, you know, maybe go check on him. But, I mean, because of the start they had, everyone is pretty aware of um, San Jose when it comes to their scoring, so... Most of those guys have been picked up, but a great source of bangs. Great source of bangs there. What about this? Uh, what about this back to back? So you have a fifty-five percent own James Reimer and a twenty-one percent own Aiden Hill, who have both you know been playing pretty well this this year. I would be down for picking up either of them. Full confidence in the game against the Islanders because they don't score, so even a loss wouldn't be too bad. Uh, I think they'll win that one, but. The Rangers are scoring today, that's for damn sure. The Rangers can be, you know, they're the type of team to either get shut out or score seven goals. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'd if you need the start, I would maybe go for it. But uh, the Rangers are one of those teams where I try to avoid playing them because they really are that way, right? Like, especially fucking Kreider, man. Where the hell is this coming from? But He's another one of the guys on my home league team. I drafted him, too. Oh, he's so good. I love Chris Kreider. He just goes out and scores goals, man. I like points. He's always been a good all-round solid bet, and this year he's like he's just scoring up a storm. But you know, if you need a goalie start, I mean, Reimer can beat anybody this year. The way he's playing, uh, he's in his own like he hasn't been. I don't think ever in his career. I don't think he's, he's probably playing the best hockey of his career right now. Yeah, which is so odd because in the past we've seen that James Reimer is very good for short amounts of time. When he has to be the guy and when he has to shoulder the load, he will do well and then he will start to break down. That's what we have seen every other every other year that we've seen James Reimer. That's who we've seen him to be every time he's had that chance. This is the first time, and albeit on what we thought was going to be a shit-ass San Jose team, this is the first time in his career where he's kind of bucking that trend. Mm-hmm. So that's that's got to make you a little bit worried, or at least it does me, about, you know, how long is this going to hold up for or when is the bottom going to drop out? But until it does, I'm going to keep on streaming him. Yeah, man. I mean, it's he's 14 games in and he's still rocking a 934. So that's fine. That's a fine percentage. It's, it's not a, a couple of game streak. I mean, that's a pretty substantial amount. And when you look at Aiden Hill, who's been getting easier games, he's played 10 games himself. So he, he's he's been in the net. Uh, but he's got half the wins that Reimer does mm-hmm. and a sub 900. So it, it is Reimer. Like it, it, it's not just. I'll tell the you team. what, though. Aiden Hill, like that sub 900, it is just under 900. And I'll tell you what, 
he hasn't played the best as of late. Aiden Hill started out the year really well. Did have a couple of good games early on, but the whole team has has slid from that super hot start. It looks like Aiden Hill mm-hmm. is confirmed for the Islanders game, so I would take go. I would take that. There you and go. I I would take if you need it, I would take Reimer against the Rangers then. So yeah, I think that's a good place for, for goaltending as well. Okay. Speaking of the Islanders, they're like this year's team that's just, you know, hard to get behind, but They are playing San Jose, Detroit, and Chicago. So if you're going to have a stretch of games where, like, you should be able to, you know, make a little wiggle room, this might be it. Or you could, you know, go on an epic shitstorm like you've been been keep going and uh, and finish it off with with these three. Yeah. And the problem is the good thing in in New York for the Islanders is their goaltending, but both guys are above 75% because, you know, as, as everybody knows, that's the, the one big positive for their style of play and their, is their goalies. Yeah, I mean, I love their schedule. Great matchups, great off nights, the whole deal, but it's the fucking Islanders right now. And we, we talked at length about them the other day, but they're back. But, you know, half their team's still day-to-day. Uh, Pulak's out long term. Brock Nelson's out long term. So Anders Lee's still not playing. I mean, you have Dick Panic and Zach Parise on that top line right now, playing with uh, playing with Matt Barzal. Like that poor fucking kid. Yeah, and Kyle Palmieri has basically just given up. He doesn't seem to play hockey anymore. I don't know what's going on with him. He was usually a low key, reliable streamer when he was in New Jersey, but. Um, I think he actually fits the team well, but he's definitely embraced the defensive style there. Um, I mean, you could try to get lucky with an Anthony Bavillier. He has been slumping as well and not shooting, which is supposed to be his thing. He's supposed to shoot a lot and be very good at it. Dude has an 8.8 shooting percentage to this year. His career average is, you know, right around 13. So you got to think that he's going to pick it up. I could see maybe picking him up in like a really deep league if everybody else is already taken just because they do play three games and that Saturday, Sunday back-to-back looks good. He's a pure shooter. He's a guy that could get you a goal on any given night. He could go out and score two, three goals. It can happen. Um, He is a good shooter. He's just not shooting right now, which is dumb, Uh, but it is what it is. Do you really see anybody else from, from the Islanders? Um, cause I'm not going to lie. I, I really, I, I really don't No, I, Like there's nobody on that team that does a lot of anything other than lose. Yeah. We, I mean, we talked about them the other day. They, they, they don't score when they're playing well, they don't really score that much. And now there's, everything is wrong in, in, on the Island. So, uh, yeah, I feel bad for them. Actually. I actually feel sad for the Islanders. I, I, I've never really been a fan, but this this is... I'm not going to lie. I don't really feel bad for them. I don't really like the Islanders. Never really had. It's only, you know, Matt Barzal that I think is a very good hockey player, and I wish he was on another team. And I think Barry Trotz is pretty awesome. I would take him as my coach any day of the week. But uh, they are fucked right now. Um, okay, moving on. This team only plays two games. But I like yo games, and they are on off nights. I'm talking about the Edmonton Oilers. They play at Seattle on Friday, and then they play Los Angeles at home on Sunday. I like those two off nights, and I like the teams that they're playing. I am hoping that Leon Dreisaitl scores me like friggin' 11 points against Seattle. I don't care. Not out of the um, question. Not I'm out down. of the question. <laughs> Yeah, Edmonton's great. Uh, Seattle, L.A., like you said, pretty simple simple teams for them. Edmonton's rolling. Uh, oh, it's tied right now. It's the uh, we've been waiting for for a couple of years, the Crosby-McDavid matchup, and it pretty much is Crosby versus McDavid tonight, and it's 2-2. Uh, yeah, but uh, for this weekend, for, for Edmonton, I know you and I are both frustrated with Evan Bouchard, but... yes. I wanted to bring him up just because he is right now like he 
he is 100% probably the bottom person on my team. And I've been holding on to him and holding on to him and waiting and waiting, and he's killing me right now. If he doesn't come through against Seattle and L.A., it's it's chopping block for good. Um, I had him on two teams. I dropped him on one, and on the other one, I kept him uh, with exactly that in mind. Because um, he has gone, he has gone a little cold. While uh, little, yeah, that was that was being nice. I mean, there's Bouchard. Uh, like, yeah, he has been cold, but I think if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen this weekend. But he's close to the chop and block. Zach Cassian. I mean, he is on that McDavid Hyman line, and they've got both of the goals tonight. You know, he's hits like a fucking crazy person because he is a fucking crazy person. So if you need hits, pick him up and you'll probably bump into a couple of accidental assists as well. And then, you know, as we were saying about like on the weekend, sometimes you got to head in with some, some, you know, targeted streaming. And if you're like targeted in a sense of like targeting a specific stat category. So if you're in a categories league and you need blocks, Chris Russell has been doing five a game. Uh, I love that one. I love, I love you bringing him up because I couldn't agree more. So, you know, it's good to know those guys. Like, obviously you're not picking up for holding a guy like Chris Russell, uh, but it's good to know about those kind of guys who are sort of elite in one peripheral category. His last three games, six blocks, three blocks, eight blocks. Those are his last three. That's fantastic. And blocks are hard to get. They are. You know what I mean? They are. Like they're it's not like blocks are just, you know, they're just handing them out. It sucks blocking the freaking puck. And this guy's out there doing it a ton. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean that's a couple options that way. I don't think I mean just go check on Connor McDavid if he's available, pick him up. <laughs> Pool Yarvey's, uh, you know, he's 65%, so he's still around in potential. But he is getting dropped a little bit by some people because he lost that top line. Um, as TJ mentioned in a previous episode, you know, it, it, he's going to get it back. This is the the classic once or twice a year. They give Cassian a stint. He plays hard for three games, and then he turns back to a pumpkin and goes back down to the third line and then gets suspended and Pugliarvi gets his job back. So I wouldn't drop Pugliarvi. And if somebody has dropped him, I would try to pick him up. Minor, minor note, but Cody Cece apparently has COVID-19, it looks like. Indubitably. Minor note indeed. Yeah, it couldn't be much more minor. Um, okay, another team that I like. I like Columbus's schedule here. Yeah. Um, they have three games as well. Thursday at Dallas, and then they got a back-to-back on Saturday and Sunday, and that is at Washington, and then back home against San Jose on uh, on Sunday. I think your guys here are, are Boone Jenner. I mean, he is only 36% owned. He is playing very well right now. I don't know why he is only 36% owned. But uh, he's got three games coming up in the next in the next four days. He is definitely a guy that I'm targeting. You had brought up Max Domi. I don't know how I feel about that one. He is, you know, scoring points right now. But one th- one thing I said earlier is I don't know if it's just like the name recognition or you know his dickheadish style of play. <laughs> but you think he would be out there getting more hits and blocks and shit like that? But he doesn't. So, like, it, it, he's scoring points right now, and I like points. I like points. But if he's not getting them, then he doesn't do anything else. No, well, he he's lippy, but I don't think that's a category on any— maybe in fan tracks, but not in Yahoo, that's for sure. He has been scoring. He's dual eligible. He only plays 13 minutes a game, but five points in the last six. I don't feel good about it. But he is Max Domi is eleven percent owned in Yahoo, and I feel like that is too much. Yeah, I'm picking up Boone Jenner here, thirty six percent. Come on, it looks looking at this whole lineup here. You've got Zach Orensky is owned ninety three percent, Bjorkstrand seventy three percent, Voracek sixty four percent, and then nobody else above even forty. So people are still under the impression that Tortorella is there and Columbus doesn't score. And that's just not the case anymore. They have completely turned into a team that can score. They've also completely turned into a team that can sometimes not score at all. They did get shot out the other night. Actually, last game, they got walloped by 
Philip Forsberg, essentially. Yeah, that game hurt me. It did. It hurt me, especially because I was going up against Duchesne. Previous to that, they lost, but they scored three goals, then four goals, three goals, seven goals, a couple of five-goal games. So so it's definitely not the Tortorella days. That, that's You could say that for sure. I feel you on that. Gavrikov. I know we like Gavrikov. You're, oh, you're, yeah. you've I been, just love Gavrikov. You've been on that guy for years, and it's uh, you're finally right. <laughs> hey, it takes me a while, but you know. It's ahead of the curve. You're a visionary. I was ahead of, hey, I was ahead of the curve. Yeah, man. I was ahead of the curve on this Gavrikov thing, 100%. Absolutely. No, he's he's doing excellent. Six points in the last seven. He's playing over 20 minutes. He does get a couple hits and blocks a game. He gets you some points. Most importantly, he is available, 20% owned. So dig it. Um. Hey, so they also have a back-to-back. Jonas Corposalo is looking to play on Sunday. No, a possible uh, another zero G ad here. Um, he's playing San Jose. I wish he was doing better because I do like him, but he is, you know, kind of shitty this year, unfortunately. The Sharks play a possible threat. Um, the thing is, the Sharks either score a ton or damn near nothing. So, you know, I feel like this is a real feast or famine kind of game for Corpusalo, um, at least in my eyes. There are a couple other guys that, that I'm going to bring up a little bit later. The Sharks could come out and score, you know, five or six goals or, you know, they're another one of those teams that can come out and score, you know, zero or one. But still, I like Corpusalo here. Yeah, I mean, he has had a bunk year so far, but over his career, he's... He's better than this, man. Like he, he is definitely better than this. I, I really, I really think he is. He's just playing like shit this year. Uh, I, I really hope he gets it figured out. But as it stands, obviously, I've, I've said before, you know, I was wrong about the whole Merzlikens and Corpusalo thing. It is what it is. But I still like my Corpy. Another team that only has two games, but they play on both off nights, and at least one of the teams I really like who they're playing, um, and that's Vegas, who is playing. On Friday night at Arizona and then Calgary at home on Sunday. But man, you got to be eyeing that Arizona game up. Got to be eyeing that game up. I think the first guy here, um, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, and I, I, I think you hit the nail right on the head with this one. Um, and, and we keep on bringing him up. But Chando Stevenson, Chando Steves, still only 64% owned. Yeah. And now that top line is, you know, back together. Uh, he doesn't have to carry things anymore, and he actually played pretty well while he did have to carry things. But you know, now he has Mark Stone out there and Max Pateri- Max Pacioretty to help handle this uh, scoring load, um, and he doesn't have to do it all himself. You gotta like Chandler Stevenson here. I like him a lot better when when he's got all the sport around him, and he still is on that first power play. Yeah, absolutely. Basically point per game on the season and that was without without his line, without his line mates. So always in for him and 64%. That seems seems crazy. I mean, we harp on it every single show. Um he's great since TJ's not here to say it, Keegan Colasar. <laughs> he's been he's been hot. He's another one where come for the hits, you might end up with an assist here and there. You would never know. Yeah, so that's that's what he's good for. Uh, another guy that's semi-owned and often talked about is is Riley Smith. Uh, he's I like Riley Smith. Another one. He's a very streaky guy. He goes on long streaks, and he's on a long streak of goals right now. He's got uh, five in his last nine games, basically point per game recently. He's shooting a lot, a lot. Uh, looks like they're not doing too hot tonight, but still lots of game left there. But yeah, Riley Smith, 50% owned, down to pick him up for a streamer for for those games. Particularly, I think everybody's got a chance to score against Arizona. Calgary is a tougher, a tougher game, obviously, but but I would be down for for him. I mean, really, I think that Chandler Stevenson is, you know, good for a hold by now, now that the, you know, that the band is back together. There are stretches where Riley Smith could be a hold, too. So I like you bringing him up in a big way as well. He is one of those players that once he does go cold, you might as well get out from under it because he goes fucking frosty. 
It was frosty. Yeah, he has long, long cycles of good to not good. Riley Smith has a corncob pipe and a button nose. <laughs> New York Rangers. You like you like New York Rangers here? I do like the New York Rangers here. Fuck the Rangers. I just don't like the Rangers in general. They're starting to make me mad again. Yeah, I don't like them like them. It's not like like like. You don't like like me? You just like you just like the Rangers as a friend? I like them for a night. I like them for a weekend. Oh, you can And what I really like them for actually is that I like the fact that they play two pretty potentially weak teams. They play San Jose and Chicago, but it's Friday, Saturday. So it does leave you, you know, pick somebody up for the Friday, Saturday, and then you're free to pick someone up on the Sunday. Rangers have been scoring a lot as we expected them to. It's all Kreider who you've got, man. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Hey. I have Rangers on my team. But see, that's one thing about fantasy hockey, man. I watch these games and I'm like, hey, Chris Kreider scored. Uh, that's cool. And I'm like, fuck, but the Rangers scored. You yeah, know, exactly. Shit, the Rangers are beating my Flyers. Hey, I'm getting points for it. That's cool. I at least might as well get something out of it. It's the only like good thing out of that. Dude, he's got three three times as many goals as anyone else on the team. Like, just, <laughs> how's that? I'm glad he's. I'm glad Chris Kreider is on my team. I will say that. Uh, but he's good. You're probably not going to find him. I mean, people are seeing him at the top of the leaderboards these days. But I'll say surprise. Uh, but I'll also take it as a chance to to sort of pat ourselves on the back a little bit for Capo Caco earlier in the year. He showed some signs of breaking out, and and we brought him up a couple of times that he. He's going to break out. Like he had a, a garbage f- first two years, essentially. But now he is on the top line with uh, Kreider and Zibs. So he's playing alongside Kreider. He's playing 20 minutes a night all of a sudden, which is crazy. 11% owned, six points in his last six. He's playing 18 minutes a night. So there's one thing that I, I battle with a lot, actually, which is a guy like that. You'd like to think that a a modern NHL team isn't going to blow a second overall pick. They they have to be a good hockey player somehow. You don't pick someone second and have them just be garbage with the the amount of research and testing they do now. So it's not overly surprising to see him doing this when you put him on a line with, you know, Zabinajad and, you know, one of the leading goal scorers in the league. He's getting some points now. So I'm all over that for the time being completely goes against everything he's done up to the last two weeks. But as of the last two weeks, he's he's been given the opportunity and he's coming through in ways that Lafreniere uh, has not done yet. So I'm, I'm down with Kako. The other guy I'm down with is another, uh, another sort of targeted streamer, which is you need hits, you go find what Ryan Reeves is doing and you pick him up and you win hits. If you're down on hits, you can get them for the Friday, Saturday, pick up 15 hits in two nights and drop them and pick up somebody who can score on Sunday. So I, I don't mind him. And what's what's so fucked is he plays under 10 minutes a night and still leads the league in hits all the time because he's just a fucking lunatic as well. Uh, but those are the two guys um, I like from there that you can actually oh, get. Anaheim is whooping up on Vegas. You ain't lying. Four to one. My my Trevor Zegras pickup today has worked out just fine. He has two assists. And you know who else has two assists? Just to, you know, if we're talking about pats on the back, my boy Sonny Milano has there another two fucking assists because he's the shit. I like that line. I like that whole line, man. I like that whole line. I, I picked up Trevor Zegras most likely. I don't think I'm gonna drop him. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to him throughout throughout the weekend, even though they're not playing. They play on Calgary against Friday, so at least you know, I'll have that off night, but I don't give a shit if he ain't playing on Saturday and Sunday. I'm picking up Trevor Zegras now so I can have him for next week. Man, oof, that second line is nasty. Um, okay, do you have any other teams that you want to bring up here, or are we going to be moving on to the zero G? Uh, no, there's one team I have to bring up uh, so that I can eat a little crow here. It's hard not to me- oh, like mention uh, Toronto after the night they just had. 
They got two games played, only one off night. Their off night is against shitty Winnipeg on Sunday. Is there anybody specifically that you want to bring up, Michael? Yes, there is, Zachary. Uh, (laughs) I basically, a couple episodes ago, said Bunting ain't shit. And since then, he's got seven points in those six games. Bunting had... Bunting had three assists tonight. Oh, yeah, that's before this. So now he's got 10 points in his last seven. (laughs) And what I will also say is two days after saying that, you know, which just conveniently was into a microphone and then published to everyone to hear, I own him on three teams now. So Bunting... (laughs) I'm glad glad that you have become a believer. Unfortunately, a lot of other people haven't still though either. He's no. only 22% owned, man. No, and that's the thing. Like, and that that's that's a really important lesson which I will use myself as right now is you got to do that, right? Like I was like literally saying on our show, don't pick up bunting, he sucks. 3 days later, I'm wrong as shit. I got to suck that up and pick that guy up and now I've got these But didn't it work out for absolutely. you? I mean, it obviously worked out for you. Man got man got you three assists and Oh, absolutely. And and that's the thing. Like you got you really got to you got it. Like you were saying earlier, right? Sometimes in fantasy hockey, you got to pick up guys you don't like and go, "Yay, they won me the week!" And fuck that guy, I hate them. But you got to do that. And bunting in this case, pick him up. People, he's he's doing fantastic. And uh, the other one is Kerfoot, still doing pretty well, still playing with Tavares and Willie on uh, line two, who also scored a shitload tonight. Um, like everybody on Toronto scored tonight. Toronto, only the two games, but off night, and it is the back-to-back on the Saturday-Sunday. So if you do happen to pick somebody up uh, and are looking for someone on a Sunday, that's a good one. So what do we got here? I'm just looking at tonight. Yeah, Kerfoot did get two assists. Matthews, three goals. Bunting, three assists. Nylander had a had a bunch of points, too. Yeah, goal and an assist. Yeah, if Toronto knows how to score the goals. Okay, so we just talked about Toronto. That'll actually, you know, kind of lead us in perfect to 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 part of our zero G thoughts. Good job, Duncan. Way to go! <laughs> Ridiculous. Joseph Wall, you know, three games played, three wins, nine thirty nine, and a one sixty seven. He's likely to play against Winnipeg, and that is a Winnipeg team that has gotten shut out two times in the last four games, and except for one one-off against Calgary, hasn't scored more than two goals in a game since November 16th. Let that sink in for a second. Today is the 1st of December, and except for one game, they haven't scored a game over two goals since the middle of last. You know, They have one game over two goals in half a month, Raj a really good Toronto team that looks different than they have the last couple of years. I will say that about Toronto. I'm a little excited. They look different. They're still scoring, but they have that defense. Now, Jack Campbell is literally like the front runner for the Vesna right now, like hands down, not even close, but they're a good team. And if Wallace playing anybody, I'm at least going to look at him to stream. There is going to be a game where he gets shelled. It is going to happen. And it don't get me wrong, it might happen this weekend, but I like my odds here against a Winnipeg team that is really struggling right now, struggling with their own defense, and they're having trouble scoring. Next up, and, you know, we already talked about Jonas Corposalo, um, some of the other goalies that, that we wanted to bring up as possible streams. I like Brian Elliott. Brian Elliott for uh, for Tampa Bay. He is set to play against his former team, you know, the Flyers that we talked about earlier, you know, sucking pretty bad right now. Going to be playing them on Sunday at 6% owned and the Flyers having such scoring problems and winning problems. I feel like Brian Elliott is a good look here. Is there any other goalies that you're kind of looking at? I like that a lot. An option potentially. Uh, These days, I'm really looking at who's playing the Islanders. So Chicago has them on an off night on the Sunday. Uh, I know Chicago is not the hottest team in the league, but nobody is colder than the Islanders. Potentially, you could, if you still need a start, 
on the Sunday, that might be a good one to look at is whoever Chicago is going to start against the Islanders. Could be an option. Not the safest, but I mean, fuck. I just don't see the Islanders popping off for a bunch of goals out of nowhere, you know? You know, actually, Chicago doesn't have the worst schedule either. It's just that they're Chicago and they're playing pretty horrible this year. But I mean, they they play three times in in four games, too, or four days, too. That's true. That's true. Handon Bagel. I can't even think like I can't even think of him as Brandon Hagel anymore. Now he is only hand and bag. <laughs> but he he's a guy that is definitely uh definitely worth a look. Hagel's been playing really well lately. Yeah. Goals, 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 and goals. And I, I like points. All right, so that seems like curtains. Curtains. Raj, I'll see you on Saturday. We'll get into the week preview that'll come out on sunday so look for us then i hope you enjoyed this episode guys tj we miss you we hope the baby girls are right keep us posted again you can find us on twitter at fhf hockey join the discord we talk about anything and everything mostly hockey but a great place to hang out raj yes sir we did all right i think we did all right thank you for listening guys we really appreciate it Leave us a review or something, but only say nice stuff because I have crippling anxiety when people leave bad reviews. (laughs) It ruins my whole day. And when you guys leave nice reviews, it makes my day all that much better. I ain't going to lie. It actually does make my day nice. So leave us some reviews. Say something nice. Check us a couple attaboys, you know? Attaboy. Feels good. Raj, everybody, love yous. Love you, buddy.